Welcome to the Joy Bruce Audio Podcast. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce is a blessed daughter of Bishop Dyke-Ward Mills and the pastor of the First Love Church, Adiasi. These messages contain practical wisdom that will transform you and provide focus and direction for your life. Listen and be blessed as she shares with you wisdom from the Word of God. something good to happen to you. A a light has shined upon the Gentiles. And ladies and gentlemen, it is coming your way today. Put your hands spirit. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce. Amen. Amen. Wow. You want to just bow down your head for a moment and thank God for an opportunity to be in church. Thank Him for all that He's done. Some are doing exams, some are traveling, going, coming. He's been so good to us. He's been so good to us. Thank Him. Thank Him. this afternoon or this morning there's an old song we've been singing you are Alpha and Omega we're going to sing it just to worship him a few more minutes you are Alpha and Omega do you believe it? we Give 
we just want to thank him in your own words for a few minutes worship him because he has been good to you worship him that even when days were difficult he didn't allow it to consume you oh we bless you lord and we are so grateful we are so grateful what can we say to these things what shall we say to these things hallelujah oh we bless your name we give you all the glory we look forward Lord one day we will stand in heaven and we will lift up our hands with all the angels and with the 24 elders and we will say that to you be all the glory to you be all the honor to you be all the praise but till then help us to worship you hallelujah Father thank you for your grace and your mercy thank you that you have been with us and you continue to be with us as we come before your word let our hearts be soft I pray that you will speak the word that you want Spirit of God have your way thank you for delivering us and delivering us and delivering us again from all that tries to take our lives we are grateful that we've come back to be with you thank you in Jesus name Amen God bless you put your hands together take your feet Wow. I've missed you very much and it's thank you for a very nice welcome, all the dancing and the, the poetry and things. Hallelujah. Hey, why are you making faces? Ask your neighbor who has written a poem for you before. Uh, even the ones they've written, some are not true. The guy just wanted to sleep with you, so stop thinking that. Ah, I shouldn't say, but is it not true? Ah. Uh-huh. So ask your neighbor again. When have they given you some nice poetry? There was nothing under. Just sweet poetry. Mm. Hallelujah. Wow. Well, it's great to be back home. And it's been a good time listening to our Father and receiving from Him. And I believe that so many things are coming our way in the coming academic year. Amen. Are you there? Or you have already closed and please check your neighbor's eyes. Check your neighbor's eyes. Check your neighbor's eyes. <laughs> Tell your neighbor that look, this is your sleeping that you have been sleeping in church. You just have to stop. Eh? I think you don't understand. It's a bed that is made for sleep, not church. Check your neighbor again. Check look. <laughs> is your, are your neighbor's eyes open? Okay. Hallelujah. He's forcing it. He had better force. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you not noticed how awake you are during unnecessary things? And how sleepy you are. In fact, the more important the thing for your life, the more sleepy you are. So it must show you that there's something. When you come to the secular world, your lectures are good for you. But that's where you feel sleepy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then you feel the, the art lecture thing. You, the art, you. Are you there? But then when you come to church, that one is even more important because it deals with eternity. Then you are even more sleepy. I think you should take counsel. Amen. And say that I will not be sleepy at the wrong time. I mean, if you are watching uh, what? Uh, telling a novella. Hey, what are people doing? Is that the power? Pastor one, maybe they should switch on to the gym. Are you here? If you are watching telenovela and you sleep, it doesn't matter. 
But that's the one that your eyes are rather. <sighs> ah, is it true or is it not true? If you are playing FIFA and you sleep, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If there's a football match. Yesterday I was talking with a pastor friend. He made me laugh. He said, Can I believe that when they were playing the finals of the World Cup, he was counseling some couple? As he was talking, I had to laugh. He said, The thing pained him because when he finished, he talked and it was left with 15 minutes to the end of the match. And they didn't take what he said. They said, they wasted my time. They shouldn't even have come. So that I could have watched my, my ball. But it will not be your story. Hallelujah. Amen. This week, have you, have you done it? Do you want to do it? Let's give you a second. You just, that's what I was just talking. Uh-huh, that's it. Powerful. Amen. Alright. Well, I want to round up on our study of Esther. We've been learning from her. I hope you've gotten a bit of wisdom. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12 tells us to, all, to do what? Follow those who, through faith and patience, inherited the promises. Yeah. Are you there? So I hope you have stopped following some of the funny things you are following. Some of you, the friends you have are evil. Yeah. When you follow their advice, they will not lead you to a good place. Such a friend, you should just end the friendship. Hey. Amen. Yeah, but if I end the friendship, what will happen? What do you mean what will happen? If you don't end the friendship, that's what you should worry about. Hey! So those who through faith and patience, they inherited the promises, we have a, the advantage of seeing what happened to them. And so we know that if we do similar, it will be good for us, isn't it? And we took a look at Esther. I really do not want to recap all the way because it is so much but I hope you are remembering some of the very in fact all the points are important and I'm hoping that you are taking them and applying them to your life because you see the problem that we have as Africans is not knowledge Uh, it's not knowledge it's wisdom we don't have knowledge is the acquisition of the fact wisdom is putting the fact to use all our leaders they are very highly educated yeah, very, very highly educated. Our current president, he was educated in the place that American presidents educate themselves. But, so the knowledge there, we have it. But all our nations, there are no roads. There are no nothings. There's no nothing. You should see our nurses. Proper education, proper knowledge. But the application of it, when you arrive in the kind of hospital that you have been assigned to. Hey! Are you there? You get to the hospital and then when you get there, then you are asking that. It's okay. We have very, very good doctors too. But the application of the knowledge, when you come and you are questioning your patient, and then your patient is saying, so what is wrong with you? Now, ah, doctor, I hear the What is that the textbook? Now you have to apply what you have learned to the... Please ask your neighbor. Are you in the house? And it is also affecting us in the church. Christians, we know what we should do. We know it at least. We know some. It's how to apply what we know. That's now the issue. 
Hey. We learned about the fact that Esther prepared. She took her time to prepare. Mm. Have you been preparing? Young lady who still... You couldn't cook when I was preaching. You have still not started doing the lesson. You see, when we say that people cannot cook, then you do like you are not inside. But if your only food that you can cook is your local dish, you can only do rice and meat stew, or you can only do akpala, you are equal to somebody who cannot cook. Ah. Who eats akpala every day? <laughs> if we come and visit you, if it is not kongekena, that's all you know. You can't do anything. You cannot cook. So accept that you cannot cook. And start preparing for something. Hey. Look at how the room is quiet. <laughs> Am I saying something or I'm not saying something? Yeah. But you have learned the knowledge was that here was somebody who prepared for what she was going to do. So you've heard it. The knowledge has come. But have you applied it? Young man, as you are here, you are planning to be a wealthy man. You are planning to sit there and have a proper home. But as you are there, your 2.4 cities that you have, you cannot manage it. That's what you now have to apply the knowledge. How am I going to superintend this income? Oh, you know, it's because the income is not enough. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. When you waste the little, you waste the much. Hey, the church has become quiet. Yeah. Everybody who smiles at you, you are buying them uh, what? I almost said Kelly Willie, only that we don't sell Kelly Willie here. Kiba. You are buying them what? Icy cup. I mean, listen, life is worth more than icy cup. And there's no serious young man who goes around buying icy cup for people. Why are you all looking at me like that? Yeah. that's why if we bring you icy cup, I'll collect it and drink it. Uh, but it does not negate the point I'm making. When you have an aim, you don't spend your money like that. When you have something to do, something to do, walk around. So now here you are spreading your worldly goods. When you marry, that's how you'll be. It's true. Equally irresponsible. Hey. So take the point and do what? Apply it. Apply it. This girl prepared. What's ahead of me? How do I prepare? Hmm. Anyway, we are moving on. If I start reminding you of all the points, hey, plenty. Hallelujah. And I think that it's a very good thing to get the book and go through it because each person and each character, there's so much to learn. And when you learn it, you apply it. Amen. Hallelujah. Today we're going to look at uh, something. Because I don't know what time will afford us to do. But let us take a look. Hmm. Alright. Let's continue. I want to go to a point here. This point I'll put together a number of points under it. The art of following Esther is the art of remembering where you came from. The art of remembering where you came from. If you have been following from when we started, we began by talking about how this young lady was an orphan who together with her uncle became a captive in a place. She was blessed and she was selected by the king to become the queen, but she never forgot who she was. 
Amen. She never forgot where she came from. Now, when I bring this point up, I am not saying, I'm not even thinking so much about where you come from physically. I am thinking more about where you were before God met you. Uh-huh. Who were you before you gave your life to Jesus Christ? Yeah. And when it comes to this one, sometimes it is easier to have been a bad boy and be saved than to have been a good boy to be saved. Uh-huh. Because a lot of the good boys and girls think that we didn't need Christ, we were good already. But it's because you're minimally bad. But because you don't know the scripture that says that without Jesus, all of us were condemned. And that that's your righteousness. Before him, it was a filthy rag. It wasn't nice. It had no content. Our, our change and what has happened to us is because of Jesus. And we should never forget it. It's very important because when you now begin to make your exams higher than Jesus, you have forgotten where you came from. You have forgotten. <laughs> the children are having a good time. It's powerful. Are you, are you with me or you have traveled? This young lady, she never forgot. So she was in the palace one day when she heard some wailing and some crying. What had happened? When she looked out, her uncle or her older cousin, who Mordecai, who had looked after her, was wearing sackcloth and ashes and sitting outside there. So she called one of the servants and gave him clothing and said, Please, I don't know what has happened, but take this clothing and tell him, Please, I beg him. He should um, dress up. You know, in those days, when you were grieving or something bad was going to happen, then you wore sackcloth and ashes. When she sent the thing to him, he didn't take it. So she said, Please, ask him what is wrong. Then Mordecai said to her that, sent to tell her that, Somebody has gone to talk to the king and has gotten the king to agree that all Jews including her tell her neighbor including you all the Jews a death had been given by which they were going to be put to death yeah a death had been given all Jews were going to be put to death now remember Esther never told anybody where she came from so the person who had gone to do this did they also know that she was a Jew are you with me? The person had just gone to say it. But you can be sure that by the time, if they had managed to do it, they would have found out that she was a Jew and added her. So, the whole city was wailing. All the Jews were wailing. Her uncle had dressed himself in sackcloth and ashes. Many of us would have done like we cannot see. You are even in the church. When the church is <clears throat> under fire, you don't identify yourself. <coughs> Is it not true? Hmm? You have forgotten where you came from. And you have forgotten that if somebody had not preached for you to even hear that your life would change. Or you have forgotten that you were walking around, you called yourself a Christian, but actually you were not serving God and somebody preached and changed you. And you forget. But this girl didn't forget. So, her uncle, oh, I call him uncle because he was older than her, but he's actually a cousin. He told her that go and beg the king for us. Then Esther said something. You see, Esther is a very short book. By this time, you should have read the whole book. Because we have been preaching this about our sixth week. Yeah. Her uncle said, go and beg the king for us. Then Esther said something to the He sent back to him. He said, you know, as you know, 
Nobody can just come to the king if he has not been called. Hmm. If you come when you have not been called, they will just take you away and kill you. Yeah. Are you there? Unless, as you enter the palace, he sees you as you enter and he extends his, uh, it's called a scepter, okay, his stick, you understand it better. <laughs> he extends his stick towards you. Then it means, I didn't call you. You have come, but you have, you are allowed to speak. Uh-huh. So she said, if not, if I this one, let me just read it from the Bible for you. Tell your neighbor, we have come to church. We read the Bible in church. Because nowadays people are becoming something. They think in the church we shouldn't read Bible. I'm telling you. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Esther chapter 4, I'm starting from verse 10. Again, Esther spoke to Hatak. Hatak was the servant who she was sending back and forth. And gave him commandment unto Mordecai. That Mordecai is the name of her cousin. And this is what she told him to go, Hatak to go and say. All the king's servants and the people of the king's province know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king, into the inner court, who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death. Except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, if you like, say the golden stick, that he may live. But I have not been called to come in unto him these 30 days. So for 30 days, Queen Esther had not been called by the, queen, by the king. And she was saying, everybody knows that we don't just go like that. Are you here? Then Mordecai said something. So they told him her words. Verse 13. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. Do not think with yourself that you will escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if you all together hold your peace at this time, then shall enlargement and deliverance arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house shall be destroyed. And who knows whether you are come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Let's pause and have a look at something here. The man is saying that, look, if you won't do, somebody will do. There are some of you who are finishing school. You will find yourself in a few years in a place where you can make a difference to something concerning God. What will you do when you get there? What will you do? Are you there? What will you do? Because here, this man is is, is saying something that is a principle. You may not help. Your time will come and pass. Somebody else will help. You are the one who would have lost. Sometimes we have a small window of opportunity to do something. Are you there? On the 26th of August, we're going to have a Healing Jesus service at which each of us will be required to donate something to Healing Jesus Crusade. Well, now Healing Jesus campaign. Are you there? When such things are happening, many times we look at two things. We look at what is in my pocket. And we say, I don't have. Or we look at of what concern is it to me. 
ah, why are you quiet like I'm saying something wrong? So when you look at it, healing Jesus campaign is eh, yes, it's true. Our church is Bishop Dark's church, it's true. But here he is somewhere. The campaign, we are not going south. It's for some people somewhere. Be it known unto you that the campaigns there they will come on. With or without you. With or without. I would rather be inside. Hey, you are very quiet. Mm. As you can see, I told you we are going to. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you. Eh. I told you that you should look at what you are sitting on. Some people paid, and that's why you are sitting. In a couple of weeks' time, we are going to change this entire room because of that slab. So? Oh, yeah. You will come one day, and the church will not look at this looking now. So tell your neighbor, don't be lost. It's the same church. Don't be lost. Yeah. So, to finish it, we'll come and say, donate, bring your bag of cement, do this, do that. And as usual, you look inside your pocket. At this time of the year, we are doing uh, admissions have just been released. Uh, I have to go and buy my uh, my bed sheet. I have to go and buy pay hostel fees. I've got to have some pocket money on me. You have forgotten those exams. If God didn't help you, if God hadn't helped you, if what? Yeah. If God had a help, I know somebody who doesn't have a place in this university because of one letter. One letter. He was applying. He left one, one, one letter. He left it out. And because of that letter, when they were looking for the results, because he just typed in ta ta ta, then it comes, isn't it? They typed ta ta ta, it didn't come. So since it didn't come, you have no results. So, one letter. You don't know that your future can be decided by a letter. But the reason why yours is moving is that as you were doing, an angel was standing there and saying, Hey, wake up, write the thing well. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Because the person was probably just tired, sleepy, a little careless, something. Why is it different for you? Yeah. But you'll say, Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do that. You are like the rich fool in the Bible. Who, as he looked, his future was in front of him. He says, Look, I have so much. I will tear down my bags and I will put in all the produce that is coming and then I will take my ease. You see that you are very quiet. He said, eat, drink and be merry. I watched, uh, what should I call it, a stage play on this uh, scripture some time ago and the devil was standing there and even though this little bit is not in the Bible, it sounded nicer. As he said, eat, drink, and be merry, then the devil said, for tomorrow, you die. <laughs> hey! But what is in the Bible is that as the man was making his plans, the Lord said, you fool. <laughs> not me, please, I've not insulted anybody. It's in the, it's in the, it's in the Bible. Eh? Please, have you found the scripture for me? Oh, people. Are you there? He said, you fool. Tonight, your life will be required of you. And whose will be the things, the goods that you have been putting up? Hey. 
It's a fearful thing. Are you with me? It's a fearful thing. Yeah. It's a fearful thing. So this young lady found herself in a place. And she could have said that, well, you know, we royals. We royals. I mean, we have to obey the rules. You know, if you come up from and you can do as you like, but we royals. When you see any royal person, the rules and laws that they live under is another thing altogether. So I suggest I cannot go. But I thank God she wasn't like many of us. Because when you start to look at what you have, you see, if you take your eyes off God, those are the kind of decisions you will make. When you take your eyes off God, you are left just with what you have in your pocket and you are only left with today. Yeah. The very painful part about it is that when you are given an opportunity to do something for the Lord, the truth is it will work with or without you. Hmm. Yeah, some of you, you are finishing your course somewhere in final year. With or without what you bring, the slab will be done. With or without my donation, the healing Jesus campaign will come on. I rather am privileged to be part. Oh, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there are times I've reminded God that, Lord, please, oh, when I had you, know, I remembered you. Today, remember me. Yeah. Who has benefited? Yeah. So he told her, listen, the people, eh, God will help will arise from somewhere. But you, you who says you will not help, you are the one who may not be here. Then he went on to say something. Who can tell whether you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this? I need us to remember that everywhere that you are, you are not there by chance. You have been sent exactly into the place where you are, precisely for a time like this. My question to you is, what have you done with it? What have you done with it? The bank that you are in, there are some people there, you were planted there to witness to them. Have they? Have you done it? You were sent in there to look like Jesus. So that when they say, I don't understand Bible. I don't even know who this Jesus is. But when they look at you, they see a different standard. Or have you become like one of them? It is amazing that some of the banks that have just been consolidated are owned and run by Christians. Yeah. Oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. The place that you are, you have made a mistake to think that you have just been placed there to grow fat. Your growing fat and the oil around your mouth is a byproduct. It's not the main reason. Hey. Okay, if you like, let me give you another word you understand. It is, it is a side effect. It's a side effect. Tiger nuts were not made for certain things. It's a side effect. Uh-huh. I hope you are understanding the side effects now. Okay. It, that's not why it was made. <laughs> it's a side effect. Yeah. But when you make the side effect of a thing the main effect, you have lost your way. You are lost. You have lost your way. And many believers, we have lost our way. 
You imagine that the Lord saved you and made you so juicy just so that you could have a good time. You've made a mistake. You've made a mistake. I say you have what? Yeah. He puts you there for such a time as this. Yeah. For such a time as, as this. Yeah. You know me, I have been praying for a harvest of young people in the church. So that what? So that, what does it do for me? My salary is not dependent on the number of souls in the church. Uh, in case you didn't know. Like how your salary is fixed, mine is also fixed. It does not change by your offering every Sunday. Hey, the church has become very quiet. No, no, because if that was the case, then let me fill the church so that when they give the offering, I know that I have more money. But no, it actually doesn't make any difference. But I am so keenly aware that I am here on this campus precisely for such a time as this. Yeah. For such a time as this. Yeah. For this shisha smoking we smoking <laughs> you are a student oh, but you are somebody's housewife here yeah that's why I'm here I'm fully aware of it I'm fully aware that I'm here because of the young ladies who have become bono matres on the campus not looking for any believer. I am looking for unbeliever. Please. Are you there? Yeah, that's why I'm here. I am here because never before in the history of the churches, of the body of Christ, have we had so many young people who are mad. Oh, please. That thing that is doing you that you are like roller coaster, it's madness. Your depression, you think is what? I just got a, a text from one of my people. Two of the people in his university, they have killed themselves. Just like, pra, pra. I mean, what's wrong with you? But that's why I'm here. You don't know. To tell you that in case you are thinking of killing yourself, you have more strength to live than most of us. Because to kill yourself is a very... <laughs> if you like, please, has anybody got a pen knife? So I'll give it to you. So you just stick yourself small. You will realize that look, to, to prick yourself. Ah, small needle. Small. You see that? You start. Isn't it true? That's why some of us, when we are going for injection. Have you heard? Have you heard? Look. Some of you, when they bring a small needle, it's not going to end your life. Oh. You will see grown men shivering. The to show you that it takes far more strength to kill yourself than to live. Yeah. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. But because of the current madness, that's why we are here. That's why we are here. Why are you here? And you are here because the floor on which you live, I don't live there. So they are for you. For you to share. And for those you can't save to and say, listen, come, let me take you to where I know you will get help. But you have come there, you are busy beautifying your room. Be careful. When you make your room beautiful, you know why you should make it beautiful? Make it beautiful because it's easier to catch people there. It's easier to have a church in a bigger room than in a smaller room. And stop looking at your selfish reasons. Hey, 
The church has become very quiet. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the use of your big room? Your big house. Some of the most miserable people on earth are living in big houses. A big house, you are alone. A big house, there's nobody there. A big house. There's nobody to come and eat your... Uh, yesterday night, I was blasting somebody for drinking my Milo. Oh. <laughs> When I finished blasting, then I remember I blasted the wrong person. Another person has entered the house. I know where my Milo has gone. Hey! <laughs> but you think you have done all that. So that's what? Kofi, they are laughing at you. <laughs> but you don't understand what I'm trying to say. So Mordecai reminded her that the reason why God selected you from among all the pretty ladies who went to the, the king, it was not because you were the most beautiful. Never make that mistake. Yeah. It was not because you had a right to that place. Yeah. But it was because he needed you in that place at that time. Remember it. The day you get a UN job, remember it's not for you and your family. Remember. The day God elevates you to a high place, remember. It's not for you. He puts you there for such a place as this. The day you become an MP and the local church comes to ask you for help, remember. Why are you an MP? Remember. You are not there because you are the nicest, most popular. No, 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 no. No. God has ordained it so for such a time as this. Better do your part. And so he reminded her. Let's continue. Hey. What was her response? Then Esther bade them to return to Mordecai with this answer. Go. Gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan. That's where they lived. And fast for me. Don't eat or drink for three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. Then I will go to the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. Oh, I thought you'd be clapping for Esther by this time. Yeah. I thought you'd be clapping. Because... What she was saying was that I am ready to lay down my life. If that is what it will take. If this is the only chance, then I will lay down my life for it. You don't even want to lay down your skin. You are our only hope of a center in a certain part of this campus. But you don't want to do. It's only you. You are the only hope of a center where you are going. A center is like a micro church. But as you are going, you are saying that, oh, me, my, I. I'm not ready. I'm afraid. What again? It won't work. I'm feeling shy. They won't come. I would rather go and start a center to which nobody comes than not start. Yeah. I would rather cry on God and go and nobody will come. That one I've gone. I've gone. Will God be happy with me or he'll be angry? If it had not worked and she had died, would God have been happy with her or angry? 
Better you go and you die than that you don't go again at all. And you'll be surprised when you go that you won't even die. <laughs> but you will rather win souls to the Lord. I am reminded last year there was an outreach at uh, the mall. You think everybody has come to the mall to have a good time. I will never forget the report I received. The report I received from those who went was that ah, when we talk to the people then they give their lives to Christ. Lady Abraham said that at a point she said, wait, what I'm trying to say is <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that that she's talking, oh yes, please I want to receive Christ. Hey. So they met this one. Because you can easily go to the mall and they'll drive you out. You can easily go, but I would rather go and be driven out. Meanwhile, when they got there, they were not driven out. No, they were driven out. They didn't go. Oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying to you. Better you go. And that is what this young lady did. She just said, if I perish, I perish. But if you know the story, when she went, she did not perish. When she got there, she met favor. And usually, that is what happens. When we step out in faith, thinking that the thing will not work, rather, it works. Hey. Push your neighbor and say, the place that you are, what are you doing there? Mm. What are you doing there? Christian like you, look at your friends. Meanwhile, you have not preached to one of them. Some of you, as you come to church, I'll be looking at you and I'm looking at you. What, is, what are you doing with this person? Hey. The church has become very quiet. Oh. Hey. Fine young man like you. If you have, have made friends with them, either you are the way they are going to come to Christ or get out of there and rescue yourself. Yeah, if not, I don't see the use of the friendship. Wow. Esther remembered where she was from. Esther was ready to lay her life down for other people. She was ready to do what she could do. She knew why she was there. She never forgot it. Never forget why you are still on earth. Never forget. You think you are here to have a good time on earth? You have made a mistake. What good time is there on earth? Hey. hey the church has become quiet. Those of you who like food, you are on earth to eat. Ah, if that was it, then you have lost already. Because when you eat, a few hours later, you are hungry. And many times, you are not eating what you, would, what you want to eat. Hey. Uh, or you have been eating what you want to eat. You are eating what you get, what you have, not what you want. Oh, what is available. That's why when the campus vacates and then the uh, options, uh, options decrease, you know, it has an effect on what some people... Uh-huh. Are you in the house? So then why are you here? You are here to learn. So that what? You finish learning. Okay, then what? You get an A4 sheet. Certificate of, and by the way, the size does not change. It doesn't matter whether it's a BSc, BA, MSc, PhD. That's it. It's always an A4 size sheet. After you have collected it, uh, or you thought your PhD it will be as large as the stage. No, no, no. It's an A4 sheet. Uh, 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 Dr. Mary, please. Your PhD certificate is it like my A4 sheet size? Uh, it was bigger, but the writings and everything was the same. Um, like two A4 sheets together. I think it's because in a different year. That's A3. Because of the country. Yeah. 
What did he say there? And was it in a folder? In a folder. It was in a paper something. It wasn't really any. Yeah. Okay, so hers was an A3, but there was no folder. Mine was an A4, but there was a folder. So it's the folder that gave it size. Who be a folder now? When we finish, do we all not walk on the same road? Oh, we have been flying. Have you been flying? Uh, okay. uh, Dr. Sean, since you became doctor, have we given you palanquin that you have been riding? I've become broker. Broker. Please, don't also become a fool and say, and they say we shouldn't learn. You know that that's not it. You know. Uh-huh, you know. But what I'm saying is that if that is your purpose for living, then it is vain. What's the use? Because it will mean that you are born to struggle, finish school, go and struggle at work, not to be sure whether they are going to lo- you lose your job or you even get a job. Keep working, the salary that is never enough, you are always getting loans. When you finish, what again? You get married. As you get married, you marry the person, then you suddenly discover that son, we are two normal human beings living in the house. There's nothing so exciting about it. You have children who will cause you as many tears as laughter. When you finish, there are only visitors in your house. These people who you have donated your whole life, they'll look at you like this, clean way and marry somebody else, and we wave you at you and say, Baba yo! I'm telling you, when you finish, you are now old. The Bible says that somebody will be holding your hand to lead you where you don't want to go. Can that be the meaning of life? And then when you are done, you lie down, you die. If that is why we are here, then it is a useless being. Useless. Totally useless. But there is one reason why you are still here. No, it's true. If that is why we are here, I will submit to you that let's go and see Jesus in heaven. It's better. There are no bills to be paid. There are no tears. There's no pain. Life is good. Let's go now. Let's go now. That's why these cults, some of them do those mass murder things. They look at the meaninglessness of it. But they are forgotten. There is a meaning. The meaning is that you are here for such a time as this to get another person who will join you to go. One, two, three, four, five, twenty-five, hundred, two thousand. That is the only reason why we are still here. Everything else is better in heaven. Everything. I said every word. Everything else. The thing you are crying over on earth. It's there. You are broke. Heaven, where that road, Crampo, is good. That's our road, not the one we are even looking for. Our road. You are crying. There are no tears there. There's nothing to cry about. Somebody broke your heart. There's no broken heart over there. As you are there, you are not feeling well. There's no sickness over there. I'm sure, it, I'm sure there's food there to be nice food. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so maybe we should just go today, but no. No. We are here for such a time as this. In a few weeks, schools are reopening, people are moving, people are going back, some people are getting jobs. Remember it. Remember. If you don't remember anything from this series, the host is remember, you are where you are precisely for a time like this. To be the one who will tell another person about Jesus. That's why you are there. Stand to your feet.
This afternoon, I want you to pray about your own existence while you are here. Maybe you are here, it has not occurred to you what you are supposed to be doing on earth. You want to talk to God this afternoon. You want to ask Him to forgive you for making your existence behaving as if it's about you and what you have. Remember, the will of God will be done anyway. But you are in the place you are for such a time as this. It's time for you to talk to the Lord. It's time for you to talk to the Lord this afternoon. Why are you here? Some of you, you live your lives like unbelievers. There's no difference between you and people who don't believe in Christ. It's time for you to evaluate your life. Why are you here? Why are you here? Friendship with the world is enmity with God. That's what the scripture says. If you are his, you must be his and you must know why you are here. Talk to him this afternoon. Talk to him. Some of us, we are not shy of anything. We are only shy of God. Talk to him this afternoon. Ask him to forgive you. And ask him to show you the places where you should be the one speaking for him and representing him. What in your life will be speaking to others. Maybe you have stopped talking to people because you have felt that they won't respond. But this afternoon, you want to receive a fresh anointing and a fresh desire to share the gospel with people. Maybe you met a few people who were so rude to you that fear entered your heart. May every fear leave your heart now in the name of Jesus. Let a desire come into you to be the witness for the Lord and to be his tool and to be his person. Talk to the Lord this afternoon. Talk to the Lord this afternoon. Ask him to touch your heart. Touch your heart. Ask him to touch your heart. So that you will understand why you are here. Father, forgive us. So many times we forget why we are here. Forgive us for thinking that it is about us when it is about you and taking your message to others. Forgive us. Wash us in the blood. Cleanse us from our sin, O God. Place in us a strong desire to tell others about you. May our silent lives be a witness and may our verbal lives also be a witness. Forgive us for disappointing you. Thank you for the message of Esther and her example. Like her, may we take up our cross and follow you. Like her, may we do what you have asked us to and what you want of us. Anoint us with a fresh fire, Lord. Anoint us with a fresh purpose, Lord. Anoint us with a desire to touch every life that passes our way. They remember the fragrance of Jesus around us and desire him. Let us be so tuned to what you want that we never miss another opportunity. In the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, maybe you are here this afternoon, you are a church goer, but you are not sure that your life belongs to Jesus. You, can't, you cannot say for sure that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. If that is you this afternoon, I want to invite you to receive Jesus into your heart. I want to invite you to answer him. He's knocking at your door this afternoon.
And this afternoon, I want you to say, I receive you. I receive you. I receive you, Lord. I receive you. The Bible says, it is to them who received him that he gave power to become children of God. Some people think that everybody is a child of God. No, everybody is a creation of God. You become a child of God by receiving Jesus. If you are here this afternoon and you are not sure of your state, or you know that you have not received Jesus Christ, but you want to do so, you want to change it, you want to be sure that as for heaven, sure banker, you are going there, then lift up your right hand. You want to be sure. You are not sure before you came, but you want to be sure. God bless you for your hands. God bless you. Just keep the hands up. Just keep them up. Just keep it up. Just keep it up. God bless you for your Now, if you lifted up your hand, please, step out of where you are and come to me. Come. Don't put your hand down. Just come. Just come to me. Just come. God bless you. As you are coming, the angels are rejoicing because of you. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. Give your life to Jesus. Just come. Just come. Step out and come. Just come. Just come. Somebody, you are standing, your heart is beating within you, and you are saying that, oh, let this part of the service end. I think that beating heart is Jesus calling you. He's saying there's something you need to do for it to be well with you. Step out and come. Step out and come. Step out of where you are and come. Step out and let us pray together. Come. I'm waiting for you. Step out and come. That's why I'm waiting, just because of you. Just because of you. God bless you. If you're standing here in front, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Those in the congregation, I want you to join me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. for listening to Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce. We believe you have had an encounter that will change your life. Keep listening to messages by Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce of the First Love Church in Diasi. For more information, live video messages and updates, please visit our Facebook page, Dr. Joy Bruce. God bless you.